Uh, we back. Thank you for listening to another episode of Peace Talk Podcast. I am Dave Peace, a comedian, and uh, uh, today we have a fun episode. We're doing another Before the Stage where I sit down and talk with comedians slash performers right before we actually perform. If you stumbled upon this, this is your first time listening. Thank you for listening. And if you back, then you already know, okay? Buckle the fuck up. We have fun. It's, uh, it's a comedy journey podcast, essentially, where I just kind of share things every monday we do uh i have my wife on we do a marital talk monday where we just kind of chit chat about marital life and then on thursdays i either have a solo episode i have a guest where we kind of do the traditional interview you know q a and then we do from time to time this bts where we uh you know chit chat before we perform and the significance of this particular show uh, let me first start off by saying it was a fantastic show. I am probably the most honest and the most transparent on this platform. So I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to keep it uh, a buck with y'all. It was funny and it was special and it had its moments like the co-owner uh, getting on stage and starting off the show. Uh, the bar manager slash bartender, Alyssa, she got up and she roasted and again, I don't know if she's ever going to do that again, but it was it was special. And then uh, I have on the two guests today, KZ, who is best represented as an entrepreneur in North Iowa because he does a lot of different shit. And then I had a gentleman from Rochester, which is about a two hour drive. He's been at comedy for a while. Andrew Holtz and those are my guests. And we just talked right before we went on. But uh, I'm going to share the story of why the show was so special. So about six years ago, I was trying to figure out how do I navigate out here in North Iowa, specifically Mason City, of doing comedy. I, <laughs> uh, they were doing open mics, and they were like, hey, we want to do some like uh, bigger shows, basically. We want to like get more people in here, and we want to sell tickets and that kind of thing. And so we did a first show, and it was a huge success. And so we were going to do a third one. I was actually in Arizona, and I had a friend reach out. She was like, yeah, well, this place closed. <laughs> so she showed me the post on Facebook, and I tried reaching out to the guy, and it was like a huge deal, or his ex-wife was like taking back the bar. It was it was a mess, okay? And so while in Arizona, I started scrambling around, and I reached out to this brewery, which I don't drink beer, and I've never been. And I was just kind of taking a chance on, hey, uh, person I don't know, I got this comedy show, it's all kind of set. We have a certain amount of people that we're expecting, but we don't have a place to do it. And like, can we do it at your bar? And monthly thing. However, the first show that we did there was a comedy row. Took an 18-month hiatus, but in about six years with I don't know, over 50 whatever shows, like it's been an incredible run. Like I've, I've never known a run like this. A lot of it is me, if I can be completely honest with you, but it's also the partnership that I have with Arian and Katie, who are the co-owners. Just the relationship that I've had with comics that are willing to drive here, which is, is not a lot of money, but more times than none, like nine out of 10 times, it's a really fun show with a great crowd. And sometimes you get that and it makes up for it. So we celebrated by doing a roast. To have the quality of shows that we have, to have this longevity of successful shows, 
uh, I just wanted to kind of share why why this six year anniversary was that it it got a little emotional. If I could be honest with you, like uh, Arian said, some things that were very touching. Last thing I'll say is the audio is a little off because when we recorded in the green room we didn't have headphones so i couldn't really test the quality of the sound this friday i will be in des moines iowa at Teehees comedy club for the glory hole show <laughs> that's it sounds like it it sounds it's gonna be a very fun show 9 30 you can still get tickets and then uh saturday i have three shows saturday midday i will be at adventureland which is in altoona and then saturday night i'm actually driving two hours further so des moines is two hours i'm driving two hours further i did uh i did a guest spot a couple of weeks ago at joystick comedy uh arcade and uh yeah that's that's it's it's a full weekend so uh catch me when you can i uh, appreciate you enjoy the episode and i'll talk to you soon peace uh to my left uh go ahead and introduce yourself sir this is kz Okay, don't. Why are you gonna do the RB? <laughs> like, who are you trying to seduce right now, sir? Anybody listening? <laughs> uh, give, give. Uh, so, someone who's never heard of you, like in life, what, what would you want them to know? I'm a business owner. I own two businesses. I own Cuts by KZ here in Mesa City, which is a barber shop that I actually the only barber in there. I have a girl in there that, that's a a stylist, and I have another. Nail Tech, which is fabulous. I'm about to open my second business, which is going to be a restaurant. It's a soul food joint, something that Mesa City needs. So is it safe to say you're building an empire, sir? You are trying to take over this goddamn town. Uh, I, I, I've been trying to do this shit since I came here, man. How long have you been in Mesa City real quick? Oh, two. Wow. That's uh, longer than I've been a Jets fan. Uh, Are you guys football guys? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk yeah. football in just a second. Uh, let me swing it over to this gentleman to my right. This is your second time being here physically, but you've been to Mason City a couple of times. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, yeah. My name is Andy. This is my second time here. Last time I was here, I lost a comedy contest on the first round. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Much fun. <laughs> oh, it was a blast. It was fantastic. <laughs> And then you were telling me before we started that last time you were in Mason City, you were doing open mic. Shout out to Dylan Meek and Jason yeah, Clemens. The bricks. Dylan was just on the podcast last before the stage, and uh, you said you got pulled over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first off, those guys are fantastic. I love those two. Uh, I was hoping to hit both mics, uh, but I had to leave early. But yeah, I got pulled over trying to get down here uh it was pretty pretty smooth oh you got pulled over on your way here yeah i got pulled uh, over on my way down to that show and the cop was like uh do you know how fast you're going i was like i don't know 72 and 55 apparently uh, i'm happy i was slowing down when he clocked me and uh, he's like where are you going i was like here he's like where so i showed him my gps i have no idea where this bar is but google says it's this way and uh he let me go so that See, was that's nice not, of him that's not something that i would feel comfortable with like a cop pulling me over me asking him for directions like i would like i'm good like just give me a <laughs> ticket so uh how long have you been doing comedy uh, i've been doing comedy since like 2005 i think 2004 god damn okay you got some oh in uh football teams Who, who's your teams vikings <laughs> raiders come on is there another team uh, <laughs> yes. These are terrible teams, guys. You, now, you like the Jets. Okay, I'm, I'm agreeing. Goddamn Jets. I'm with you. Uh, I realize I've been a Jets fan since uh, 2008. I met my wife 2007. So it's been 15 years of a pretty terrible team to pick. And I grew up a Lions fan. What made you guys choose Vikings and, and Raiders? Is there a story? 
I don't know. I just like the Raiders ever since I was a kid. I don't even remember why. Probably because they had a big old pirate emblem. But uh, that's ever <laughs> since I was a kid. And uh, I it like helped out. People. Well, it helps out. I don't have to know anything about football because they're like, I'm like, I'm a Raiders fan, and then I don't have to know any stats or anything except Janikowski was the best kicker ever. You know, that's about all you need to know. Been a Vikings fan ever since I was born. I'm from Minneapolis, <laughs> so the home team. <laughs> so pre-show routines or rituals is there anything that you do before show now tonight is a lot different because uh well let me ask you is like does so first of all i was on i was on your facebook and you had a fucking trophy for (laughs) roasting people like (laughs) well so i don't roast people um i've had a, a roast battle contest in rochester since i saw roast battles thought they were cool back in 2015 i'm like at my mic i'm like i want to have a roast battle contest so i give away a trophy and 200 dollars, and it's like a month-long contest I get to watch two comics make fun of each other and yesterday or Wednesday was the first of the 2023, first round for 2023. That's awesome. Yeah, actually, um, Jason and Dylan both uh, almost won that contest once, too. That's one of the funnest parts (laughs) of of doing stand-up. So for you, does this feel like a different show, or is it like, you know, business as as usual? So it's, it's super fun. So I personally don't i'm not mean i'm the guy that sets it up for them to be mean so somebody said that once how i'm the the biggest asshole because i'm the one that gets to look nice while making everybody else look mean which is perfect right but um no like for this one i didn't know or don't know almost anybody so so you can facebook stalk someone or you can just write something mean and be like okay this joke goes with that person this jokes can go with that person yes but i like roast battles the most because audience members don't get made fun of and then like some people really are scared of crowd work so they don't come out to shows and when i'm like yeah comics makes fun of each other not you they're like oh well then i'm coming out and they really like that so so casey you i feel like if if you were in a specialty category roasting would would sort of and it kind of goes with just being a barber growing up uh (laughs) you said you were in minnesota but didn't you spend some time in chicago no, oh, it's Des Moines. Type. Okay, <laughs> um, just because he's got tattoos doesn't yeah, mean he yeah, was in Chicago. That's the most racist thing I ever heard from a black man. <laughs> big, big family, all of that. Like you, you sort of. It, it's very natural for you. Yeah, it, it's it's just what we did our whole life, you know. Um, I'm I'm the baby brother. And we just talk shit to each other, and that's what it was. Now you get to be the professional. <laughs> you get paid oh, to do it. <laughs> it, it, it. It's just a family thing. We we, we do it nonstop. Um, I would say I'm top tier at it. <laughs> I'm pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I agree. I um, I'm gonna be. Out, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you. Maybe I have. But the very first produce show that I did out here called Fade to Black Seven 2017. We're at the main event. Uh, which is it was a banquet hall and I put this show together but I was I'm always nervous when I put shows together with half comics half non-comics because it's like it's either going to go super great or it's not and you're not like a comic comic but you're funny and you say a lot of funny shit and I think you were up first I was second Oh yeah, no. Oh, what's his name was up? Uh, David, 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 David he was, was up, up first. He did a, a Beyonce. Did he do a Beyonce number that time? Yes. It was crazy about that whole show. It was called Fade to Black, right? And David was by far the darkest person in the room. Definitely. Then, then I'm light skinned and I'm next. I don't know if he knows his colors. That's oh, funny. Okay, don't do that. Okay, it was just a theme that I started in Arizona, but you went up, and I was I was incredibly nervous for you because it's like. 
you know, again, it's a big show for me. It's ticketed. Like, it's not like we're not fucking around. Like, if you're charging people for shows, you have to deliver a certain product. And you go up and do incredibly well. And I'm like, where the fuck is this guy? Where have you been hiding him? And uh, I was incredibly impressed. It was it was a dope moment for, for me to, like, relax and, like, hey, I got the right people for this. Um, Doing comedy is just, like, second nature or first nature to me. I'm just a funny guy. Like... I walk. I'm a people person. I walk around the bars, talk shit to everybody. Everybody like me. I like everybody. I don't cause no trouble. So I'm like Nike. I just do it. I don't <laughs> write nothing down. Um, I say the first time I ever wrote something down was um, Bernard's the Moy, birthday. The Moyd, yeah. And I smashed it, and my brother was like, "You need to do that more often." One hundred percent. I was like, "No, that's that's not me, though." I know, but the quality of writing unlocks shit in your it, 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 creativity. It did. I, I, but that show, Bernard's my homeboy, so I had to show out for him. That's what it was all about. I didn't know really anybody else, but it was fun. It was super fun. All right. So, uh, last thing. Yeah, is there anything that you you do for a show that is particular? Like, I think the brilliance behind doing this podcast right before we perform is like, you know, we 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 put this down. We pretty much walk on stage. Like, is there something that you do the day of, the day before, even after a show? Like, is there something that sort of gets you either mentally prepared or I mean, especially for someone who doesn't write or like kind of practice? Like, do you have a thing? Well, I definitely like to shower at least at some point during the day. <laughs> Good to know. Thank right. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, when, when we did our shows, they were paid shows, you know what I mean, like that. So, okay, so I know I have to bring it. So I'll walk around, see things, because I don't, you know, I'm freestyling, so I'll just see certain shit and I'm running with it. I, I can make, you know what I mean? That's the thing about roasting. You just see shit and go. Yeah, so when I, mean, I do it, uh, when I if I go to a place, if I'm by myself, driving by myself, I'll just go over my set and just talk it out and go over it a couple, a dozen times if I can. Uh, but if I'm riding with a bunch of other comics down to a venue, uh, then we just bullshit and try to giggle a couple of times to get your head right. I say always a good laugh amongst other people that you're doing a show with is always key to have a great show even if you don't know nobody i mean you vibing with them already you get that vibe all right i pick and choose what i'm gonna say how i'm gonna say it all right anything else you want to leave the listeners with uh we'll wrap it up and we'll get on stage i'll just say uh tonight's gonna be another great night roasting is what we do and we're gonna have fun with it <laughs> uh, i guess if, if you're not here tonight uh you should have been